This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Let's go back in time to 1932 as Congress brings you historic footage of the legendary original Celtics with whom all great professional teams are compared. We have now taken over your radio. Richie Guerin is about to show you the most important step in getting past a man. It's the first one. And Oscar will inbound it. The men in green, the Milwaukee Bucks, that's Al Cinder against Bellamy. Hello and welcome back to the Over and Back Classic NBA podcast. I am uh, Jason Mann and with me as always is uh, Rich Krejci and returning back to the uh, to the program to uh, talk about uh, Pau Gasol is uh, Adam Johnson of uh, Basketball Pantheon. Adam, welcome back to the show. Yep. So guys, good to be back. Uh, Our secret has finally been revealed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a long time. It was a long time coming. Yeah, it was a long time coming. The secret has been revealed. Yeah, it has been. So, uh, as as mentioned, we're talking about Pau Gasol. Um, he is 42nd all time in win shares, 55th in win shares per 48, uh, 42nd in box score plus minus, uh, 30th in value of replacement player. Uh, he has won uh, two championships, probably the second best player on uh, those teams. Uh, two-time All-NBA second team, two-time All-NBA third team, has three seasons uh, top 10 in win shares per 48, uh, three times uh, value of a replacement player. I have to say that his advanced stats are a little bit better than I actually expected them to be. Um, so, Adam, um, what do you think about Paul Gasol's top 50 case? Uh, yeah, I like you thought the same thing when I first kind of decided to do Powell, I was like, uh, you know, not really much of a shot, but 
the more you look at some of the stuff, it's, yeah. it's a pretty strong case, that, especially the stats. I guess maybe maybe because those early years in Memphis, it was a little under the radar or whatever it was, but then the Lakers years, and he was like very clearly the number two on those Lakers teams. But yeah, he has a, a really good case. I still would say it's probably not top 50, um, but the other guy that I did was Tony Parker, and I would definitely say it's a better case than Tony Parker has. So um, yeah, and I, interesting that, you know, both Europeans, but um, but yeah, it's, it's a it's a strong case, and the the Memphis years are stronger than you remember. I think. Yeah, I guess real quick, uh, you know, I've been doing this is going over the advanced stats for you know era and position or whatever. Let's do that with Gasol because I think that was the first thing that I absolutely popped out at me is when I you know I stepped down to do this and I always you know I'll do these advanced stats and I look at these guys and go okay yeah but but his resume almost completely changed by looking at that which is is insane. Um, look at uh, era and position. So this is, of course is era you know forward center ish I, I i did it for both and basketball reference has you know forward slash center so it, a little bit easier to do that so we know uh second in win shares per 48 among his era at his position uh second in value over replacement players sixth in field goal percentage fifth in assist per 36 11th in rebound per 36 and sixth in points per 36 which is that's a that's a solid resume right there uh, how he rates all time among his position uh 24th in points per 36 101st in rebound per uh, 36 so he loses a little bit in the rebounding when you look at him all time but 15th all time in assists per 36 uh 21st in field goal percentage second in value over replacement player and 10th in win shares per 48 i mean that's a great i mean you look at the, some of the stuff especially like the value over replacement player as well as you know points assists and rebounds all those things all together i mean that's that's a really really good resume uh, 10th and win shares per 48 shouldn't be understated either. I mean, that's a really solid, you know, all-time great resume that we're looking at there. And I, I did not expect that, really, with Paul Gasol. Yeah, I, you know, the, the negatives for him are, you know, not really a great rebounder for his size, not not a great defender, especially later in his career. He, he And, you know, he was never... Uh, voted to any NBA first teams and, and only has four only has four all NBA teams in 15 years. So that's, that's a, more the resume of a very good player as opposed to a, you know, top 50 or, you know, elite player. Um, so it, it, it's all over the place a little bit. Um, but one thing to think about and, and Richard, you, you and I have never really talked about this. Uh, do we consider international experience? Because I think for Powell, maybe more than in almost anyone, that does kind of make a difference. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it does get kind of interesting. Adam, what what should we do? Because <laughs> I don't want to answer it. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, it's, it's – I mean, of course, for like the Hall of Fame, you, you of course have to add that for the Basketball Hall of Fame. For our pur- the purposes of ours, I don't know because, I mean, we – we count all the, you know, we'll count like ABA and all that sort of stuff. But of course, that's a whole different animal than international. I, I don't know. Right. So, yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys are counting ABA, which I think is interesting because I don't know if you ever read the on our site when we talk about kind of how we rank the players and the criteria and stuff. We actually did not include ABA stats mm-hmm. um, because of I thought that was a little bit unfair to like, you know, someone who came over late from Europe, such as like a Ginobili or even like a POW. Um, to like not include those stats because that's still a super competitive league, you know? Exactly. So it's like, what do you do? And like the international stuff with Powell, you more think about the Spain, like the national team stuff. But I think if, yeah, if you consider it with Powell, then like you should consider it with like Carmelo Anthony because he's great for the, you know, for Team USA. So it's a tough dilemma. I, I would not, if I was you guys, can include that stuff. I mean, maybe in like the influence kind of category that can help, but 
Um, but actually, like making you know his ranking higher because of it, maybe not. But I mean, that's you know, it's your call, obviously. <laughs> no, it's yours. We, we just <laughs> we don't want to make the call. It's yeah. too hard, so you do it. Uh, he there's a uh, there's an article on uh, Complex that was kind of this was looking at like Hall of Famers or guy you guys whether they should make the Hall of Fame. Um, he's apparently in a, in a, a club of 14 players who have averaged at least 18, nine and three assists per game f- through the first 13 years of, of their careers. This was a couple years ago. This was written. Um, and only two of the players, uh, Chris Weber and Brad Doherty have yet to make the hall of fame in, in those levels. So that, I mean, those are, that, that's, that's a strong, yeah. you know, group of numbers. Um, I don't know. I, I guess the other thing to consider is, you know, where, like, you know, if you put him in, who are we kind of considering him ahead of and who are we kind of considering him behind? Like, do we consider him ahead of Willis Reed? Do we consider him ahead of Unselled? Do we consider him ahead of Kevin McHale? Like, w- w- where does he kind of like fit in among those, you know, those uh, power forward center types who, um, you know, for the most part, I, I guess um, Willis Reed was a star, but his his longevity was kind of lacking. The other guys um, were, um, you know, stars and strong players, but, um, you know, fall below the absolute top tier players. Yeah, yeah, in, in in our kind of ranking and, and stuff like that, we we don't have him. We kind of did it how we did it. I mean, it's 150 players, so it was a you know huge project. But um, we we kind of did it in tiers. You know, we had like our we have a definitive, I mean, much like you guys have done with this. Like, there's a definitive like kind of top 20, 25, and then we kind of went from there. And we don't have him in that same class as like a Kevin McHale or Willis Reed type. We have him kind of a in the next tier of of that you know position. In particular um but yeah but the top 50 shot he's got a chance i, th- I still think like i said he probably falls out of the top 50 mm-hmm. but um but yeah much closer than i thought he was going to yeah that, that's where i'm at kind of after this is and, and i'm sure we'll kind of maybe explore him a little bit yeah I, I would put him just on the outside looking in but more of a, a question that if we have an extra spot or something which i i highly doubt we do then maybe you can talk about that uh, and talk about him but i i went into this and especially you know a few days ago getting ready for this project, assuming no way Fogg is on. No, I mean, no chance. But, yeah, I mean, you really have to look at it. And that's what I encourage people to do is really look at a lot of his stuff. And and I think a big part of it is, like we mentioned on here, those Memphis years are really just kind of lost years to the ether where we sort of assume, uh, you know, he was just kind of doing, you know, good stuff on a bad team, which is possible. But they're all-time great stuff when you add in his entire career, and especially with that Lakers run, which only solidified his resume in a lot of ways of getting the titles and, you know, getting playoff runs and stuff. And he had great playoff runs, too. That's another thing that we probably should mention as well. And I know we haven't done a whole lot. I mean, he had one year where he was, you know, you could argue right on equal footing with Kobe as far as, you know, being important to that Lakers winning a title. So he's definitely there. Yeah, I I would say probably out of the top 50 for me, but, you know, he's worth the conversation, at least worth mentioning or having an entire podcast, you know, talking a little bit about him, which is what we're doing here. So, yeah, I I think surprising. I'll definitely say it was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Adam. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say the 2010 season, the the second title of of the back-to-back of his was really strong. And yeah. And the uh, I mean, yeah, he had the game winner in game six against Oklahoma City, the tip in um, a tip in off of a Kobe miss in the 2010 playoffs. That's you know, that hurts a couple franchises. But um, yeah, he had 
that huge play. And then in the finals, arguably was the finals MVP, um, you know, kind of rebounding from the soft label that everyone gave him from 2008 against the Celtics when like really the other side of that was just KG was a monster rather than Powell was soft. But, uh, but anyway, the 2010 finals, I mean, he was huge, huge and had a bunch of huge plays late in games in those, in that final. So yeah, I completely agree. That run is very impressive. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. You know, I wonder, like, um, what we think of Powell's defense, if, if we explored that more deeply in, you know, kind of the, as he emerges as a star in Memphis, and especially, you know, um, with the Lakers, you know, for the championship years, before he kind of gets older and less interested in that, you know, where, where we kind of would rate him, you know, kind of at his peak, because... I don't know if I would rate him, you know, if I would rate him as middling or if I would rate him as, you know, as as pretty good. I mean, as I recall those Lakers defense defensive teams were pretty good. Of course, they had Bynum there, who was a strong defender at the time. So um, that that might be something to kind of look at a little more deeply to kind of get a sense of a, a better sense of how good of a defensive player he was, um, you know, during those years, or if he was always just kind of passable at that end. Yeah, I think I think those the two championship teams, the defense was is, was a little underrated, and I thought their rim protection with with him and Bynum together was pretty impressive, and that team was was pretty difficult to score against. But I, yeah, in terms of when he was like the guy on the Memphis teams, yeah, that would be an interesting kind of thing to go back and look at. And I thought the 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 full season this year, obviously he was an issue, especially in pick and rolls. It was kind of a joke, but um, how good he was statistically this year, I know it's like you know relatively hollow stats. But in my mind, they still do add to his legacy. I mean, it got him another, you know, All-NBA team. It got him another All-Star appearance. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, even this past season with Chicago, you know, while people do like to kind of, you know, mock it a little bit, it still was a good season. Yeah, it was. I mean, there were, you know, you kind of just show a little bit of the limitations of the of the numbers. But yes, I mean, it's certainly it's certainly better than putting up bad numbers. Right. Right. So. um, So, yeah, I, I, I think you make a good point. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I guess the only other thing I wanted to kind of touch on was, and this, I guess, doesn't count in the ranking, but just how impressive of a guy he is off the court. Uh, there's just kind of countless, you know, accounts of things he's done for charities and for UNICEF, and he just generally seems like the nicest guy of all time. Um, and so that stuff means something, you know, beyond the basketball for sure. And so that's something that definitely should at least be mentioned in something like this. Mm-hmm. All right, Adam. Well, thanks so much for uh, for being on the show. We uh, really appreciate it. And um, you can uh, check us out at harborparoxism.com. We're part of the HP Basketball Network. And uh, we're also on iTunes. If you want to give us a, a rating and review, we really appreciate it. It helps spread the word about the show. Uh, you can also find us at overandbacknba.com. Uh, it's our new forums where you can uh, go and uh, share your thoughts and what you think about Paul. We have a thread there about Paul and um, all of the other uh, great uh, NBA players that we're considering for this list, as well as shows for our threads and for for our episodes and for uh, for a lot of different subjects. So uh, come there and uh, check it out. And uh, until next time, thanks for listening.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.